The Baby Lambs podcast may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Wow, where the flying cars are flying and the... No, that's not happening, is it? No. But cars are driving themselves. And they're parking themselves. And they're crashing into semi trucks. You know what I want cars to do by themselves? What? Put gas. You know that would be... I wish that you didn't have to put in gas. I, w- I wish that it would just gas itself like while yeah. you're driving like and i know that someone's listening to this and being like well you can always get an electric car the issue remains i just don't want to touch handles right i don't i just don't want to touch it i don't i want it to just like run yeah for whenever i need it to run for yeah. as long as i need it to and run. then like i go to sleep at night and then like little fairies come and like they pump the gas for me mm-hmm. and clean and my then, room yeah and then clean the house <laughs> elon these are ideas. Invent that. Instead of giving me a cafetera-looking truck, <laughs> make fairies. Make, make them me. real. Make house-cleaning fairies. Didn't he have an idea recently for something? Oh, fuck. I forgot what it was. Oh. Was he, it the electric truck? No, no. Oh. He, like, said... Oh. He was it's like, so oh, I. what if we created tunnels underground for, to, to, like, fix traffic patterns like, I think he put it on Twitter or something, and then people were like, it's called the subway. <laughs> but basically what he's trying to say is make, like, tunnels and only allow electric cars to have the access to the tunnels to help, like, yeah, like, help the traffic stuff, like, traffic issues and whatever. But still, like, it's terrifying. Yeah. Because, like, the only places you could really make a tunnel uh, like that or a long stretch of tunnel usually is in areas that can be impacted by earthquakes like mm-hmm. we can't do that here because you try you dig you hit water but to be fair given all of the earthquakes that have happened in puerto rico technically they can make their way here so we can too have underground tunnels 2020 looks so bright what a new decade oh my god yeah yo. so we've been gone for a while yeah yeah i don't remember like a week was- like like almost two weeks. Has it, so like we missed Christmas. N- we missed New Year. New Year's. Did we talk on Christmas? Yeah, we did. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe we did. We did. So New Year's. We did New Year's. Yeah. What did you do on New Year's? I went to my brother-in-law's house and then I went home and I hung out with my dogs and my husband. Cool. What did you do? I went to my mom's house and my mother-in-law's house and then came back here and hung out with my dog and my husband wow same thing different homes oh my god 30 and thriving right 30 flirty and thriving oh yeah that was new year's um i did see my oh and i saw my my um my stepmom and the kids that i did do i had to do a drive-by 
because I hadn't heard from them in like weeks. So I literally just showed up at their house with Christmas gifts like, you can't say no, I got you Christmas gifts. And I'm here. And I'm here. So open the door. My brother is like 6'1 or something. Gross. He's enormous. And my sister is taller than me too. Did I tell you about the... the... Okay, I'll tell the audience. So my sister (laughs) is like 14 and she's, I mean, it's not, doesn't take much to be taller than me. I'm 5'1", but she has to be like 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, maybe about 5'6", closer okay, to 5'7". So seven. a little bit taller than me. Yeah. She's definitely like, she has to bend okay. for me. Um, so maybe she's taller than that. I don't know. I didn't walk around with my Mary Poppins ruler. Anyway, she, uh, tape measure. So she's giving me a hug. And, and I'm like, my God, you're so tall. And she's like, you're so short. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> and she's like, she and she's like, I wish I were short. And I'm like, why? And she says, because when I start dating boys, I'm not going to be able to wear heels. And I was like, first of all, first of all, are you, are you currently attracted to somebody at 5'1"? Because... There may be, yeah, you may feel perhaps I should stay lower to the ground. But even if you did, that's not your problem to solve. Yeah. You should wear heels no matter what you want. Yeah, like if you really want to wear heels, right? Like, But like if you're like me that you don't care to wear heels, yeah. you're, you're fine. Yeah. But like don't like prevent yourself from like wearing heels because the guy you're with could feel like less than for that reason like hello i was trying to give her sisterly advice i was like like how dare you that's his problem not yours yep i remember he could wear lifts when michael and i made that jump from like friends to a couple one of the first things i asked was like oh like does it bother you if i wear heels and he was like why would it bother me because we're the same height, for those of you that don't know. My husband and I are the same height. Some days he's taller, some days I'm taller. It all depends how much water we had. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, he's, like, never taken any issue. And to me, that's, like, the greatest thing. Yeah. It's not like I wear heels all the time, much less around him. Um, but it's just, it's nice. Like, I feel like there's nothing worse than being with someone that, like, takes issue with something that you're wearing Mm -hmm. because then i'd just really be like yo if you want to go we can go (laughs) i got these heels in hand yeah hell yeah and i'm good with a chancleta so just (laughs) hell yeah (sighs) well that's that's that thank you guys for listening just kidding and we're out see you in 2020 (laughs) well 2021 2021 yes so what so we we did do some stuff this weekend, we, we saw a lot of movies in, like, two days. First of all, so proud of us. I saw a lot of movies this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Did you? You didn't end up watching Frozen 2 yet, right? No. I'm, we can do it together. I haven't seen Frozen 2 either. Plan. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, sorry. We, we, we can't spoil Frozen 2 for you because, first of all, you've probably already seen it. And second of all, we didn't see it. But we did decide to see the other major blockbuster movies of this of the winter and so we saw the first movie that we saw like what what did i watch on friday i know i went to the movies on friday we saw knives out on friday we did i thought i saw it on sunday no on sunday we watched other films right right so we are gonna talk about movies we saw and we might spoil them or not 
Um, so we yeah. are about to spoil Knives Out. Yes. And Cats. Ah! Uh, <laughs> and Jumanji? I guess. I guess. I mean, like, who's going to be like... First of all, what is there... T- well, we won't spoil Knives Out. Because Knives Out can be spoiled. A little bit. You know? Because it's like, can't, can't be spoiled? Like, it can be spoiled. Oh, yeah. Like... Like, who's going to really be like, in Jumanji, the animals around and dangerous. Did you know? Like, we're not ruining anything. Oh, we learned a lot about ostriches. We did. They're the fastest lamb animal on two legs. My friend Bernard. (laughs) My friend Bernard. (laughs) Uh, And, I mean, in Cats, like, is there anything to ruin in Cats? The entire movie? Fair enough. So now you know where we stand. Well, let's start with Knives Out. Okay. Because it was We're a, a split house. We are a split house here. Because if you don't know, it's a movie. It's like a whodunit. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like the most traditional whodunit mm-hmm. there, like, since like Murder on the Orient Express, kind of. Yeah. And it's it has like a really great cast. You have like Jamie Lee Curtis, um, Michael Shannon... A Don Johnson. Don Johnson, who's Work. great, who's also in Watchmen and is also great in Watchmen. Ugh, I have to watch it. That's what we're doing. Sunday. That's what we're doing. Something. God damn it. Um, who else is in that movie? Uh, uh, uh that lady who's in like all Daniel of Craig the movies. Daniel Craig, Christopher Plummer, el el también Chris Evans, um, and that lady who's in like Tony Collette. Oh, Tony Collette. No, I'm talking about the other lady. I keep rem- I don't know her name, but she's in all of the. ¿Cómo se llama este guy? The guy from Eastbound and Down, Vice Principals. Oh, Danny- the white lady, Danny See, McBride. Danny McBride. She's in like all the Danny McBride shows. The blonde one with the martini glass the whole night. No, 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 no. Oh, the one Fanny? who played the yeah, the one who played the housekeeper. Oh, Fanny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's in it. <laughs> Good for her. Okay. Whatever. The point is, it's an all-star cast, and it's a whodunit, like a clue situation, and it's been like, have it's been like heavily regarded. Like mm-hmm. there's like people like liking it and yeah. stuff. Um, I, I mean, really it's been nominated it. for like Golden Globes and stuff. It was nominated. It didn't win though, right? No. Um, and it's like, and we're split because I really liked it. I was so bored. <laughs> okay, so funny story. Before I go into it. So really funny story. So at work, we have a new guy who you're going to meet tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And like he and I like just like bonded right away because like I finished like this is what my team does. This is how we can help your team. Like all this, that. And I finished with that. And I'm like, so tell me about you. Like what did you study? Like what are your interests? And when the moment that I, I allowed him to express his interests... We were like, oh, this is so he starts telling me how his like girlfriend's really into true crime. So he was like, oh, because like she listens to um, my favorite murder, and I'm like, yo, me too. And we started talking about true crime, right? So he asked me if I'd seen Knives Out, and I'm like, yeah. And he was like, oh, what'd you think? And I was like, I didn't like it. <laughs> I was really bored. And then he's like, oh, so he like kind of. Like, we discussed it a little bit further. And then he asked me about um, if I'm watching you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, four episodes into, like, the second season. And I don't know how I feel right now about it. But, like, I'm going to finish it. Mm-hmm. 
And then he asked me if I had watched Making a Murderer. No, he asked mm-hmm. me about Mindhunter, and I was like, yes, I love Mindhunter, mm-hmm. whatever. And then he asked me about Making a Murderer. I think it was Making a Murderer. Whatever. And I was like, no, I haven't seen it. And he just, like, dead pan, like, looked me in the face. And I was like, are you sure you're a true crime fan? <laughs> Ouch. And I was like, yo, you don't even know me. <laughs> Better like, called. I know. I'm like, I I can be bored by things. Like, I don't need to like everything that's true crime. Not everything is substance. But to be fair, like, true crime and, like... The real similarities within the shows that you're talking about are, like, you and that's really the only thing. Because they're fictional. And, yeah. we, and even so, a whodunit is its own yeah. genre. It's yeah. not, like, forensics, which is what a lot of people who enjoy true crime really enjoy. Is really, exactly. like, the investigative, like, piece of yeah. it. It's not so much the whodunit, it's, like, how do we prove that he did it with what? Yeah. Isn't that the same thing? Maybe. But it's different. It's more fun and cheeky and like the the murder isn't always taken so seriously. Whatever. I'm getting to ahead. Anyways, of I just I really enjoy like gruesome things. Right. right? Like I want to I want to feel like I can throw up at any point. Okay. Fair. Um I want to be I want to feel like very uncomfortable, like stuff like that. And I tend to like who done it. This just wasn't it for me this wasn't this one didn't done it for you it did not do it for me and you know like i told you guys after the movie like visually beautiful beautiful acting pretty good daniel craig you know i decent kentucky accent i have to say like the last time i saw him that i was like wow man was in layer cake and mm-hmm. he did a great job um lost in his eyes we get a cuban girl we do have a cuban girl she was so... It was so nice. They touch a lot on, like, topical subjects and all that stuff. Yeah. And that's where the movie lost me. Gotcha. I don't know how I want to continue my train of thought because I know that we don't want to, like... Spoil the movie. Spoil Fair the enough. movie. I mean, I, 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 I'll, I'll concur with that because, like, it's not just a, a whodunit. It... It does carry a weight to it that is very um, of the time in which it is set and in the time in which we're watching it. Yeah. So it was an interesting take for that for me in that way because it carried a lot of the same elements that you're you're that you want in a whodunit like you have like this really grandiose you know victorianish style house with all these velvets and suede's and like affluent wallpapers and canaries puzzles puzz- yeah and like like beautiful decor yeah. and like this like fog a lot of fog a lot of dim lighting everything yeah. is centered around a home like it's it has a lot of that but they introduce something that's so current yeah. that it, like, I can see how that could take one out of the of the setting, especially because they do such a good job of setting you up to feel like like this is, like, a classic mm-hmm. whodunit. Um, I don't, there's nothing, that, I don't want to give anything away. I know, so at this point I'm just like, I can't, because mm-hmm. I feel like what I will say mm-hmm. will give more than I want it. Right. It what I think what I liked about it because like 
like morals aside, like because mm-hmm. there is like a message to it, right? Mm-hmm. Messaging aside, I really liked the structure of it because it does something very different than more classic whodunits where you are also sort of chasing the clues mm-hmm. to identify the murderer. It You don't do that in this movie. Yeah. It's kind of like the complete opposite, really. It's like, did you leave any clues? Yeah. And, um, and I liked that it allowed us to center it on one person. Yeah. Whereas if you watch, like, Clue, right? Clue is a classic mm-hmm. one, right? If you watch Clue, it was never in one person's perspective. It's very much an ensemble film, yeah. and you're, like, watching everybody get compuzzled to try to figure this out. Whereas also, this one felt very, like, easy to follow. What's the other one? Gosford Park? Gosford Park is another whodunit, yeah. Which is so good. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, so we're torn, but that's fine. We were actually all of us were torn in the theater yeah. because, like, me and Michael were 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 digging it, and then you and Gabe were like, "Meh." It was fine. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, if you've watched it, like, once you listen to this episode, I would encourage you to like engage us, like whether you liked it or didn't like it, mm-hmm. um, because I do think that the conversation that I want to have about it is a conversation that I feel the movie wants you to have about it. Yeah. Based on the purpose of it, it was just like, to me, it didn't work. And I will explain why if you engage us. Okay. Fair enough. So, Knives Out. We're done. Yeah. Everything else, ten ten, beautiful, <laughs> Ryan Johnson, do what you do. Do, do. Um, the shots in the movie, great. Like, Pretty. those, like, at view shots of, like, Daniel Craig's blue, 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 blue eyes. So blue. Like, you never think about how blue that man's eyes are. Yeah. Oh, Until they're, like, right there. And so beautifully, like, tinted. And the the costumes, like... And all the actors were so... Like, they had such great characters. Mm -hmm. It was was cool. That kid from It had, like, a line. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. It was... It's another big movie. It's a big movie with a lot of stars. I mean, like, good for him. It's on his bill. hmm So, that's what we saw on Friday. And then, on Sunday, we decided to do shit a little more classical, and we decided to get together and do a double feature, like we did in middle school, except we're adults and paid for the tickets. Kind of, because we have stubs. It's true. But, you know, like... You know, I miss the times when you could just like buy one ticket and just hop from movie to movie. And but then now just be that... there all day. Yes, but now yeah. you can't really do that because most theaters are reserved seating. And yep. That comes with its own benefits, but obviously it's a curse. Yeah, for sure. But the first movie we saw, we woke up early and went to go see Jumanji. Mm-hmm. The next level. Yeah. Is that what it's called? And uh, what a good time! That was great. That was a good time. I love I, for those of you who are like, oh, I'm not gonna watch these Jumanji movies because I love the original. How could they do this to Robin Williams? First of all, I'm fuck you. I loved the original Jumanji, and as yeah. did you. The original Jumanji is untouchable, and and they didn't touch it. And they didn't. They don't touch it. How about that? They just don't touch it. They made a whole new thing. If I implore you to watch the first one. Yeah. If you've never watched it, because, like, it's actually 
funny. It, mm-hmm. It's funny. And this one was funny, too. It was great to see Kevin Hart not play Kevin Hart. Yeah. Like, and for the majority of the movie. Yep. Yep. Like, he's not playing himself. And I think, and I like that all of them kind of got to play different characters, mm-hmm. except for a Karen Gillum. Karen Gillum. Well, she kind of did. She had a for moment. like a moment. She had a moment. Yeah. Like, I like that there was like a challenge there that they yeah. all met. And like, I love the concept of this Jumanji. Like, this the way that this Jumanji franchise is working. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's not much else to say about it. It's really funny. Yeah. And it's a good time. And like go the the jokes land they do it was easy, it was an easy movie to watch you know yeah. i i watched the first one with like some reservation right now like at the, by the time i watched it i knew that it that it wasn't trying to be like the like our original jumanji film mm-hmm. so i was a bit more open-minded about it and i was like pleasantly surprised and this yeah. one was like it was great yeah it was great. So good. And the cast, like, did a great job. Like, it looks like a movie that would have been so fun yeah. to film. Yeah, 100%. Because, man, they did a good job. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, a lot more animals in this one. And there's just, like, a lot more questing yep. that they do. And it was, like, kind of, like, D&D. Yeah, it was very D&D-esque. I feel yeah. like... Now that we've played a lot of D and D, I see D and D in all things. Mm-hmm. Everything kind of like is D&D. when you when you accept Jesus as your as your Lord and Savior, yeah. you see Him in everything. That is how we feel about D and D. Yep, D and D. hundred percent. Oh God, I miss it. We're gonna play know, again Monday. Right? <laughs> Can't wait, motherfucking wait, man. And then we watched. Jellicle cats and jellicles do jellicle things and they jellicle cats and they cats and they jellicle cats and they jellicle 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 cats. I'm sure your face is just like Lisette's right now. She didn't know I was gonna break out into song. Nope. Did you sound great? You absolutely did. Oh, you're so sweet. Thanks. Was this movie great? It wasn't, but I will tell you this. I was thoroughly enjoyed <laughs> i mean entertained i had i was thoroughly enjoyed, enjoyed yes i was i was thoroughly entertained entertained inter- what is english whatever at this point you know, I'm because done. the jellicle cats got your tongue <laughs> it was horrible i don't know what happened in the movie but i was just like I was, like, into all the numbers because of all the dance and, like, everyone sounded great. Mm-hmm. And then I would be like, I have no idea what the song is about. Why are you even singing? Why is everything about cats in this movie? Like, it, you're in London, you're clear. Like, I know you're in London, but, like, <laughs> there's people here, but everything's, like, made for for cats. So it's, like, you live in, like, your own tiny version of London in this bigger version of London. I don't understand. I was very confused by like all the cut stuff. <laughs> the, you mean the whole thing that is the movie? Yeah, <laughs> I would. I feel like I would have been fine had it only ever had cats, right? Like no humans mm-hmm. in it, just because like I I still can't wrap my head around like why is everything so big? N- not so big, but like you know, there's like milk bar. The Meow Bar, the Sphinx Cat, like, theater, the this, 
cat related thing. <laughs> There's a lot of milk and cream. <laughs> oh, they're in front of a lion statue. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of them. They, they well, don't... I know where that is. That's Trafical Square. <laughs> well, I've been there. <laughs> well, okay. So, for those who don't know, Cats. Yes. it was a mu- It's a musical mm-hmm. by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Mm-hmm. One of the longest running musicals. I don't know if it's the longest running musical on Broadway. I think that Phantom has that too. I could be wrong. I don't remember. But Cats is one of those musicals that like... Rejoice audiences. I've and I had never seen a damn version of cats. I didn't know any uh, damn songs except, except for memory. Oh. Angelical cats. I mean obviously I don't know jellical cats, but I knew that jellical cats and jellical cats and the jellical cats, right? It's so yep. and the uh memory song. Everybody knows memory. Memory All alone in the moonlight. That's exactly what Jennifer Hudson sounded like. A hundred percent. Like, I I closed my eyes and there she was in her rags. And I will say, I always thought that that was a Barbara Streisand song. (laughs) Until, like, three years ago where I learned that it wasn't a Barbara Streisand song. Mm -hmm. That it was from Cats. Jellicle Cats. So the whole point of the show. Movie. Well, the whole story of Cats. Oh. The Cats... They're based on poems by T.S. Eliot, mm-hmm. right? Who And then, like, Angela Lloyd was like, let's tie them all together and make a musical. And everybody was like, here's the old money. And they did. And it's about, like, cats during this one time of the year called the Jellicle Ball, where all the Jellicle cats, no one explains what a Jellicle cat is, but only the Jellicle cats, yes. So from what I gathered, okay, not all the cats are jellical. No, not all the cats. So the cats that attended the ball are not jellical cats. The jellical cat is chosen at the ball, at which point they go to the heaviside lair. No, I understood that they are jellical cats. All of them that have collars, which all of them do except for Victoria, the new cat. Because at the end... Dame Judi Dench, yes, they all had, like, some sort of collar. They're not all owned, but they all had a collar. And... Damn, bitch, you're right. And then, yeah, Dame Judi Dench at the end was like, I believe you're now a jellicle cat. And that's when I realized, oh, so they're all jellicle cats. So the whole point is that if you're a jellicle cat, you have this ball, and at the ball, you have, like, an opportunity to, like, prove to Dame Judi Dench, the cat, that, like, you deserve another chance at life and like cats have nine or multiple lives and like you go to the heaven side and you like become a new cat yes question from the audience me (laughs) see clearly this movie was a mess so but rebel wilson's cat had a tag she did she had an owner, but she was bored, right? She was bored. And then she she wanted to be a jellical cat so she could... She is already a jellical cat. She was trying to demonstrate that she deserved a chance at a new life because she spent so much of her time in this kitchen. Yeah, she's you a gummy, gummy cat. She was gummy cat. And then there was, like, the curious cat who was Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. 
And he, I understood none of the words to his song at all. So all I know is that he was the curious cat. And I guess because he was curious, he deserved to have a new life. This is this is really like if you if you haven't watched Cats and you're like, should I watch Cats? And or you're saying, you know, what, I'm not going to watch Cats. If you like dancing. Yeah. Like if you're a fan of watching like performances, this is the whole the whole movie is performances. It's mm-hmm. like 15 performances. There's tap, there's ballet, there's contemporary, there's hip hop. Hip hop. There's like every genre. Then there's like whatever Rebel Wilson did. You know? Um and and then you also have it, it, so Idris Elba plays another cat named Cavity. I was going to call him Malarkey. No, so, thanks. McCavity. McCavity. And he's like asshole cat. And somehow he's magic too. And he like makes people, makes the cats that are competing disappear because his goal is... To the barge. To the barge. He has a barge set up for these cats to like... He has, I guess, teleportation abilities. Mm. And he teleports the cats to this barge in hopes that he will be the last cat standing and that Dame Judy Dench the cat won't have any other option but to send him to heaven's side. <laughs> Old Deuteronomy? <laughs> Old Deuteronomy. Dude, I think, Old, I think Dame Judy Dench the cat is way better than Old Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy? Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. Catholicism. Geronimo. Oh, is that a... It's a chapter. It's a chapter in Catholics? Mm-hmm. In Catholics. That's a chapter in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's a chapter in Catholic. So her, and uh, and then like you have you have uh, Jennifer Hudson who's like this beautiful singer and like she's been like spat on by these other cats and she's living a horrible bad fucking life because mm-hmm. everybody hates her because I guess at some because at some point she had been partnered with McCavity. McCavity. And, like, he dumped her mm-hmm. for Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. The cat. Who had shoes on. Yeah. That was a big thing. I took a lot of time looking at everyone's feet in this movie. Wore coats. And others who had coats, some had fur on their hands. But then Dame Judi Dench, the cat, had no fur on her hands and a ring. And But then, like, when you see victoria the cat in that one scene where like they're basically the siamese twin cats that are Uh fucking up the house like she gets a ring mango mango cherry and rumpelstiltskin there we go they get like a ring and she has the ring like around her neck because that's how big human rings are somehow no she had it on her paw she had it on her paw fine but still how big is it was still like a pinky ring it looked like but still, how tiny are these I know, cats? I know. So like, but then in some scenes the cats were bigger than the set. Yes. Or as big as the set because they're, when they're on the barge, like they're as big as, like, as they, the, they're. First human of all, the barge size. is either the barge has to be a tiny barge. It's like a toy barge. Like a toy barge because they still. have them wrapped around a mast. They have them walk the plank. Was the plank? What is the plank? That's why it's not consistent. The movie. Oh, and then sometimes, you know how they would have their, like, little weird, like, twitching movements that I'm showing everyone right now how to do it? she's popping Sometimes, like, they were really smooth, and then other times the CGI didn't keep up with them. Yes. My favorite, though, is sometimes when they would, like, 
look away from the screen and then come back, their face would take a little bit. Yes. Come back on and I'd be like, ooh. No. I wish I could pause. <laughs> the best CGI was really in the mice. Oh, yeah. Those mice in Rebel Wilson's, like, whole thing, those mice human faces yeah. on these weird mice bodies. And they were always tiny. Oh, wait, yes. So tiny with these human child child yeah. faces. And it was so strange. Yeah. But it worked. But Taylor Swift had shoes, you see. She had little, like, cutie little, like... Ballroom shoes, I feel. Sure. They were, like, dancer shoes. Yeah. Like, those Mary Jane, like... Shoes. Dance shoes. Like, rehearsal shoes. Um, Her catnip thing was great. Super cute. I mean, like, everyone had to have been high. How they did... So high. How some weren't high. Like, I feel how, like... So, how some of them, like, took so long despite the catnip being all around them. Right. Did but, like, that and, like, catnip does weird shit to cats, but I don't think it does what that movie imply that it does. Like, usually cats get, like, loopy and sleepy and, like, stoned. They get stoned. Yeah. They don't get, like, whatever that fucking was. Yeah, they were fucking nuts. Yeah. Or maybe, I don't know. I don't, well, I don't some cats cat. do act kind of, like, nuts. True. On catnip. What really took me out of the... Like, there was a while, like, in the beginning, I was really, really scared of the movie because it was I was looked, like, why am I here? Right. The beginning of the movie was so hard to, like, dispel this, like, these are humans. Jenny. Crawling. All I kept hearing from Jenny next to me was like, why? <laughs> I don't get it. And I would just look at her and be like, I don't either. I guess we could just enjoy it. But once you get, once you finally like get over the weirdness, you're like, wow, these are beautiful numbers, fun. Yeah. Effort was made here. You know, Idris Elba needs to keep the coat on because when he has the coat off, he's the weirdest looking cat. Yeah, because he was like hunched over. He was hunched over and like super ripped. Like he was a ripped cat. Yeah. Which I will say, I feel that like had the cats just been like humans in cat costumes. Not like cat humans mm-hmm. or human humanoid cats. I yes. feel um, it would have been fine, but like as a, as, he just looked like like you know when you go to the gym here in Miami and like you see like a swole kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, like his traps are like making him look like he has no neck. Yeah, that's what Idris Elba looked like as he a did. cat. He did, even and though he, he doesn't look like that. And then he had like a, a whole like dance number, and you're like. It, did ter- it was terrible. It was terrible. But that and Taylor Swift isn't quite much a dancer either. So they're no. both just like shuffling around and all of a sudden he has no coat on and you're like, what Put the coat back on? <laughs> but what really took me out of the movie was really at the end when like after you have this like genuine moment with Jennifer Hudson and like bye bye. She the goes balloon. to the heavy side later. She goes, spoiler, I guess. I don't know. It's been a. We said spoiler at the beginning. Yeah, and besides, it's it's a thousand years old. Yeah. Um. What What really got to me was the moment that Dame that Dame Judy Dench the cat looks breaks the fourth wall and looks at us. I was like, wait, why? (laughs) Why And you just hear Jenny go, no, yes. (laughs) And it was like, and then she's there, like telling us, like, now that you've heard our story. That you can believe or not believe, and 
Now you know that cats are better than dogs and don't confuse a cat for a dog and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, it was unnecessary. Like, it, it all like rhymed and I'm like, but you're rhyming at the wrong time. <laughs> there was just so... What a time. How do I explain cats the abomination? You can't. I, you just have to, you experience it. I think everyone should experience it. No one if, will, but I, I feel like to. if I do experience it a second time, Will you really? I want to, like, just be drunk. Yeah, I was hoping we, we would be alone in that theater so we could really too. rag on it, but other people wanted to see it. I know. I feel like had I kept being loud, someone was going to be like, man, you need to leave. And I'd be like, you're here. You're choosing to be here on a Sunday mm-hmm. to watch this. That's true. There was quite a few people in there. Like, yeah. it was a small theater, but it felt, like, I felt very, like... Like, oh, are these people taking this seriously? Like, or are they like us who are here to watch, like, whatever this is? I don't know. No offense. If Cats is your favorite musical or Which I feel musical, like Cats like, as, like, on the stage is probably fine. It, this just didn't fucking work. It was weird. It was too weird. It was very weird. And, like, but, you know, though, it was, it, did you like this better than Knives Out? No. Oh, I was hoping you would say yes. No, I was more entertained by cat. Okay, by cats, mostly because it was. I just like what the fuck was the whole thing? <laughs> That's why I was entertained because I was like, "Where are you taking me? Like, what's the?" I was like in my own escape room, but with cats. Right. Um. And I'm not gonna give anything else away from Knives Out, so. <laughs> But uh, but know that I was thoroughly bored. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, not I liked the movie. Yeah, you were thoroughly. I was thoroughly, enjoyed. I thir- I was thoroughly enjoyed. Um, like a human sushi bar. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. Uh, but either way. Uh, so yeah, that's what we watched. Oh, and at some point we also watched Little Women, but that was like the week prior, and. <laughs> So great. Yo, Little Women. Like, it's so beautiful. Look, I, much like cats, <laughs> found, found a way in my life to avoid Little Women at every turn. Never read the book. Never watched any version of the movie. No, I didn't watch the one Winona Ryder. I don't know shit about Little Women. I've only heard certain songs from the musical. Like, I don't know anything about these little women. I didn't know that they were full-size women. How little are they? How little are they? Li- do they have little horses? <laughs> I don't know. I would, I walked in there very like, I'm going to experience this for the first time. And I swear, I like told yeah. you this. It felt like I was watching my favorite movie for the first time. It was like, what a beautiful film. Like cinematically and artistically and the story is so lovely I loved it and I've been told by um I've been told that I have to watch the 94 version you you can because I have I know someone okay it's Christina Christina (laughs) loves the 94 version she loves the 94 version so so much and she's like I will buy you all the Taco Bell if you watch this movie. And I'm like, you don't, don't have to buy me Taco Bell, but I'll watch it. I'm, like, should you be talking about 
I ate a lot of Taco Bell. No, that's still that true. Have you had a pa- the the chicken power bowls? They're not that bad. No, I haven't had Taco Bell since the last time I got really really drunk. That's where ev- that's why everybody eats Taco Bell. And it's been four years. Oh, I I really like but it. But you want you want me to be controversial? Mm-hmm. Taco Bell hits my stomach a lot better than tacos and tattoos. Ooh, shots fired. Boo, 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 boo. Whatever. I haven't had tacos and tattoos in like four years. Now I just avoid it like the plague because my stomach doesn't like it. Well, Taco Bell, you know, oh, it's just awesome. processed. Um, so I have to watch the 94 version. and Which you can. And, and see like, what the big deal is. Yeah. I, like we had the discussion of me saying, you know, there's a lot of these like, romantic movies that came out when we were kids or like versions of them that came out when we were kids that like I watched and there's a lot of like you know Pride and Prejudice and Mansfield Park and like all of this type of 18th 1800s Pride and Prejudice um War and Peace genre very different um Jane Eyre sure that one yeah that, that one not War and Peace mm, I don't know Crime and Punishment all of that. I read, I read a lot so. of these, <laughs> and I hated them. Like I, a lot of it, I feel like just went over my head because I was too young, and I just didn't understand romance in the way that I do now. Mm-hmm. Not saying that like I completely understand it. I just have a better understanding. Fair. Um, and I, I've always struggled with like you know when you write a character that wants to be independent or is independent. And then at some point you you add in the love factor, right? Mm-hmm. Like then all of a sudden realizing how lonely they are, therefore now they need a man, even though the whole time they've been escaping, like needing a man, like this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like before I went to watch Little Women this time, I did a little bit more research on like Lisa May Alcott and like, you know, Little Women as a whole and everything. And do like... This version was just so good. Yeah. To be honest, my fear in watching the older version is Amy's portrayal. Because everybody says that in the original version and in so many other versions, Amy is is viewed so differently and yeah. perceived. She's hated. She's, yeah, she's like one of the most despised literary characters. Mm-hmm. And, um, and everyone always questions like how she ends up with... Um, with Lori. with yeah with Lori at the end and like so having watched this one where it was so well like her character was so multidimensional and you know the speech. like and her oh my god her speech about women like her whole like because she was such a great character that you wanted to root for i can't imagine watching it and not rooting yeah. for her so i'm scared of watching it and seeing her be this Kristen Dunst plays Amy Oh really? Ninety four version, yeah. Oh how fun. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll watch it just like I'm gonna watch Watchmen. If you watch Little Women, before you watch Watchmen, Christina, you and I are gonna have words. <laughs> I don't even know where I can watch Watchmen, the film. Like, I own it. I know you own it, but you didn't bring it. So do I? Can I rent it on Amazon? I guess. But there's like twenty versions. Can of we it. do that on Sunday? You wanna watch Watchmen, the film? Yeah. But isn't that like five hours? It's three and a half. Wait, there's like multiple versions of this movie. There's like of the director's cut. Yeah, there's director's cut. There's half a director's cut. There's That's a quarter fine. of we a director's cut. We can just watch cut. the regular one. Okay, fine. 
yeah, sure, we can do that. I'll watch. It's fun. I'll watch it so I could finally watch this television show. I mean, you could watch the television show regardless. I know, but I do want to see it, you know, because I'm the only person in our time who hasn't seen this, these, this floppy blue penis that, like, made waves when it came out, you know? I mean, now it's not a big deal because now we've seen a lot more penis and, like, that's a big change in Hollywood. But at the time, this blue dick was really the, like... Because he was seven feet tall. And it was a like a, the penis of a seven foot tall man. Oh, so it's an enormous penis. It's a big penis because <laughs> it's a big guy. All right. Yeah, it's a good time, and the soundtrack's phenomenal. Like, I feel that maybe Abby, Michael, and I are the only ones in our current friend group that like loves the movie. Um, I know Chewie hates it. And he's right. <laughs> He has I give him his reason. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, Jenny hates it for different reasons. And Omar hates it too. Really? And I think Gabe likes it. Gabe likes it, I think. Yeah, and I also I think Sasha hasn't seen it. I don't know. I think she hasn't seen it. Or maybe okay. she hasn't seen it in a long time. Alright, well. But Alright. Well I can't wait to watch it so I can understand where everybody has their feelings. Or even if we don't watch it Sunday, I can just bring the DVD or the Blu-ray on Sunday so you can watch it. See, I'll and then the show's out. on HBO. I'll find some time between the New Girl to watch it. I watch mm. so much New Girl. It's so good. It's a really good show. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. I know it's one of your favorite shows. Yeah. I mean, I finished it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. But anyway, that's all we had planned to talk to you guys about today. Yeah. I hope just, that was entertaining you know. for you catch you up we did some stuff um we sang for you yeah we danced for you i asked questions for you yeah um yeah and we'll just be back next week with a brand new episode how exciting for you <laughs> all right what well, so bye 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 happy tiny tiny oh my god thank you for listening to the baby lambs podcast artwork created by Janabelle Art. You can follow her on Instagram at Janabelle Art, or you can follow her studio at Studio Nami Tattoo. Music created by Daniel Lacosta and produced by Sunset Studios Miami. You can follow them on their Instagram at Sunset Studios Miami. And you can follow us on Instagram via our handle at Babylands Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Babylands PCast or Babylands Podcast. You can find us now on iTunes and Google Play and even on CastBox, which is actually a really cool app. Also by finding us via our handle, Baby Lambs Podcast, or by visiting our website at babylambspodcast.com. Thanks again for listening.